Welcome back to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the 10 pounds, 10 times series. This is a series that I created as part of the Irresistible You podcast where I am documenting my 100 plus pound weight loss journey. So in this podcast, I talk specifically about my progress, what I've been doing, what's working, what's not working, and my thoughts and just experiences um, with with that journey. So this is in addition to the weekly Irresistible You podcast episodes where we talk more in depth around emotional weight, emotional eating, confidence, body image, and all of those topics. So um, I actually have not created or recorded a 10 pounds, 10 times episode since April. I just... I don't know what happened to me in May. It just, everything kind of got out from under me as far as my my schedule and some of the episodes that needed to be recorded. We did go on vacation in May and there was a lot of prep leading up to that. I had sick children and it was just a whole thing. So I am trying harder on my end to stick to my schedule, get this episode out weekly for you guys, and also for me to hold myself accountable to where I want to be. So let's just dive in. I'm going to recap with you what's been going on and where I'm headed and just share that, share that, share that with you guys because it's been a minute. It's been a long time. All right, so let me just, since it's been a minute since we've done this episode, I just want to recap with you guys what this is all about. Why is it called 10 pounds 10 times? Well, I am back in an active weight loss journey since the birth of my son. He was actually born in 2020, October 2020, and I gained, you know, close to 70 pounds with that pregnancy and I was already in the middle of a weight loss journey when I got pregnant and so this is really about getting back in the saddle getting the weight off so that I can feel better look better and just you know be healthier honestly there's a lot I have a lot of whys in terms of why I want to lose the weight and I know that's one thing I talk about a lot on the podcast and I know there's a dedicated episode on creating your why I don't believe that you should have like I think we hear all the time, oh, there's, you should have your why, your one why for losing weight. And there's not one reason. There's not one why. I don't have one why that is going to sustain me and motivate me and inspire me when I'm having a bad day and I want to binge or I want to emotionally eat or I want to sit in the bathtub with cupcakes. Like there's not just one why. There are um, many, many different and... I'm not going to get into those reasons on this episode. That's We can save that for another day. But when I was looking at my journey and where I was when I had Javi, my son, in 2020, around the time he was born, I was right around 270 pounds on, on his birthday. And um, when I look at that number and I realized how far I need to go, it's at least 100 pounds and it feels overwhelming. That's a huge, huge accomplishment. It's a huge journey. It's a huge goal. And when we look at goals that are, you know, ginormous like that, a big weight loss goal, for example, it can feel overwhelming and it can feel like you want to give up before you even start. And that's not how I roll and that's not how I want to, you know, approach this. And so when I looked at it, I'm like, okay, well, 
what if instead of saying 100 pounds, because that just feels daunting, it feels tiring, it feels exhausting. What if we instead said, I need to lose 10 pounds 10 times? That is achievable. That feels, I don't want to use the word easy, but it feels doable. It feels like, oh yeah, I can do that. I can definitely do that, right? So that is where this phrase 10 pounds 10 times came from. And so when I look at that, I I had written some notes down here that I'm looking at and I had written out the 10. So I call each 10 pound increment a decade. <laughs> so like the 270s, the 260s, the 250s, the two, right? Those are decades and that's what I call them. And so the way I'm approaching this is I'm losing 10 pounds 10 different times one decade at a time. And my thought process around that is once I leave that decade, I never have to return again, ever. And I think for a lot of women where weight has always been an issue, there's this fear or this thing where you say, okay, I'm never going to see that number again. But then there's an underlying fear that you haven't addressed that you have that's like, yeah, but you might be back here again just in case. This is why you hang on to your fat clothes, right? I don't have those feelings anymore because I've worked through them in the past. And I truly know and believe that once I leave that decade, that's it. There is no physical reason. There's literally no reason on this planet that I should ever weigh 270 pounds again. I'm not having more kids. There is no reason for me to gain that big, that, that large amount of weight. And I want you guys to feel empowered by that, not scared by that, that you are completely in control of how much weight you're going to gain. Obviously there's caveats to that with medication and such, but if you're at an, you know, a goal weight or, you know, a, a healthy weight for you, Getting to 270 pounds is not, for me personally, that's not something that's ever going to happen again. And I'm in control of whether that happens again. And I truly believe with everything I went through the last two years, which I'm not going to get into because I have plenty of podcast episodes about what's been going on. I'm in a really good place now, but over the last two years, I've had a lot of really heavy, hard things hit. And I believe that in my past, before Irresistible You existed, before I created this framework that I use every single day of my life, that I teach other women how to use, I truly, in my heart, believe I would be over 300 pounds today if I would not have learned how to get a grip on my emotions, how to lose the emotional weight, how to talk better to myself, how to not connect my self-worth to the number on the scale, how to stop, you know, desperate dieting, how to stop yo-yo dieting. If I would not have learned those things, I know 100% I would be 300 pounds plus at this moment in time. So, my philosophy is once I get out of that decade, that's it. I'm not going back. There's no reason for me to go back because I and only me am in control of what goes in my mouth. I am in control of my emotions, nobody else. And 
that's one of my big philosophies too, is like, it's not just about what goes in your mouth and how you move your body. It's about what you're thinking, what you're feeling and how you manage those thoughts and emotions. And until you can learn how to do that, you will never get a grip on your weight. It will constantly be this yo-yo diet, up and down cycle, desperate dieting, the whole thing. So this has really helped me visually and mentally to just really see where I've been, how far I have to go, and what I've accomplished. And I also do not care how long things take. The weight loss guys takes as long as it takes. There is no timeline. There is no deadline. And that is another belief system or rule that you have to crush and get rid of. Diet culture, desperate dieting has taught you that, well, you have to lose 25 pounds in six weeks or you're a loser, or you have to get off this amount of weight before you go to this event or you're a loser. And you got to throw your timelines out the window because when you start to look at it as I will never weigh this number again and I am fully confident in that statement, then I don't have to worry about a timeline because if I know that I'm never going to go back to 270, there's no deadline of when the weight comes off. That doesn't mean we fuck around and we just keep gaining and losing, gaining and losing, gaining and losing because we're just like, ah, whatever. No, it means we're doing what we need to do, but we're not forcing ourselves and depriving ourselves and hustling our way down the scale. Okay, we're not going to hustle our way down the scale anymore. I'm not doing that anymore. It's not worth it to me. Okay, so a lot of this goes back to you got to figure out your why. You got to figure out What matters to you? How do you want to do this? How do you want to feel? What kind of life do you want? What kind of woman do you want to be? Not just how fast can I lose the weight and how much can I lose in this amount of time? That is never going to get you an irresistible life. That is never going to give you peace. That is never going to give you what you truly crave. Okay, so this has just been very helpful to me to look at it this way and say, okay, here's where we're at. Okay, so let me just go ahead and I'm going to I'm going to give you the numbers and then I want to say something about the numbers, not my numbers, but the numbers. All right, we're going to get into that. So let's just give a recap. So when I started this series, which is at the very beginning of April, I was 237. And as of today, when I'm recording this, it is June the 8th. And I am at 230 pounds. And I was like, Lord, let me get to that 229 (laughs) so I can get out of that decade. But hey, I'm going to take it. We're close enough. I know that next week when I go to weigh in, the 230s are out of here. And I am so happy with that. So let me just say something about the numbers, number one. The numbers matter, but they don't matter. The number on the scale is not the end-all, be-all goal. It's not the end-all, be-all gauge of what you are doing. It is not the indicator of your worth. It is not the indicator of your success. It is a data point. And I know I have said this in other episodes, but I think I have to say it again because I don't want you guys focused on the numbers. The numbers are a way to gauge things. They are very helpful 
but they don't tell the whole story. Okay, so I just want to put that out there. And I know we have plenty of other episodes that dive into that. You can go explore your podcast app and check those out. The old me who was stuck in desperate diet culture would have looked at seven pounds over two months. That's 10 weeks. It's been 10 weeks total. And when I look at that as the old version of me, pre-irresistible you, I would have said, oh, you fat fuck, you only lost seven pounds. What the hell's wrong with you? Seriously, that is the conversation, that is the inner fat bitch conversation that would have been playing inside of my head. And this version of me, post-irresistible you, right, I look at that and go, hell yeah, that's an accomplishment. Like, hell yeah, we are moving down the scale and we're doing it in such a way that we're not going backwards to those numbers. Everything has been a forward movement. Everything. And you can look at that and go, oh, seven pounds in 10 weeks. Wow, that's not a lot. But when you do the math, that is almost one pound per week. And I sure as shit, would rather lose seven pounds in 10 weeks than not lose anything or gain seven pounds in 10 weeks. And that is completely up to you how you want to do that. So I am like a hair away from the two thir- getting out of these 230s and I am so excited about that. So we are done with the 270s, done with the 260s, done with the 250s, done with the 240s, and let's just say it, we're done with the 230s because we're going to be in the 220s come this weekend, okay? So that is one, two, three, four, five decades, five decades that I have taken myself out of. And based on one, two, three, four, five, based on where I want to be, at least where I think I'm going to be right now with my goal, is somewhere between 170 and 180. That seems to be my happy place. I like the way my body looks. I like the way I feel. Um, That seems to be a good weight for me. And when I get there, we can reevaluate and determine if that's where we need to be. Because for me, the number is kind of irrelevant in that sense about the goal weight. Because you'd want to go based on how you look and feel and what's going to make you healthy. And so for right now, that's where, I, where, I'm, where I'm putting my target, and then we'll reevaluate when we get there. But what I know for sure is I have to be out of the 200s. I just have to be. For my physical health, for my mental health, I just can't be in that range for a multitude of reasons. So we are, you know, we're there. And when I look at that and go, oh, damn, that's like 29 pounds away. That's very doable. That's 10 pounds two more times, just about, two and a half, if you will. So we're getting there, guys. We're getting there. And I feel really good. I actually do feel – it's interesting because the weight loss is slow, and slow is okay because slow keeps the weight away. Ooh, that's going to be my slogan. Slow loss keeps the weight away. Slow keeps, yes, it does. And because it has felt, you know, it's slow and steady, I don't necessarily notice the change because of that. It's not drastic. And I've actually had two people in the last week ask me, are you losing weight? 
And I almost had to think like, am I losing weight? Because it's just become this gradual process that I don't think about every hour of the day. I'm not doing anything drastic, you guys. I'm not. Um, <laughs> I, I'm really not. Like I, I said in the last episode, I believe that I'm not even at the point where I'm tracking things really. And I'm still not doing that. I'm making better choices. I'm being more mindful. I've, I, I don't know. I'm still eating out. I'm still having cake when there's cake. And I really truly believe a lot of it for me was emotional, like losing some of that heavy emotional toil that I, I was carrying for the last year, year and a half. And, um, you know, severe, severe stress in that survival mode will cause your body to gain weight and not get rid of it. And I truly believe that was a big part of it for me. So, Yes, I am picking better options, but I'm not obsessing about it. And that's why don't come on here and ask me or in the group or on don't come around here and ask me, well, what's your meal plan? I'm not going to ever give you a meal plan. And I'm going to challenge any of you that think, what's your meal plan? Stop asking me that. Stop asking anyone that. Because what I eat is not going to work for you and vice versa because we all have very different bodies and needs and allergies and aversions and things like that. So losing weight is not about a fucking meal plan. And I'm so sick and tired of people obsessing over meal plans. I'm just, I'm, I'm just done with it. Like that is not what matters because if you don't get your shit together, if you don't get your emotions in check, if you don't learn how to manage yourself, and your feelings, if you're listening to this, you're an emotional eater. Emotional eaters are the people that listen to this podcast. You know, you give someone like my husband a meal plan, he's going to follow it to the T and he's going to lose weight. He doesn't have an emotional eating disorder. You give a meal plan to an emotional eater, they're going to find a way to manipulate the plan They're going to find a way to cater the plan to themselves. They're going to find a way to make it this all about me experience. And then as soon as shit hits the fan, it won't matter anyway because they're going to go right back to what they were doing. That's just the reality. So the meal plans are irrelevant. If you don't get your shit together and you don't learn how to manage your emotions without, you know, abusing food in the process, then none of it's going to work for you. So just start thinking about that a little bit, okay? So anyway, that's where we're at. We are literally, I got on the scale like three times. I'm like, okay, maybe it's going to be 229 point. (laughs) No, we were at 230 even, and I will take it. I will take it all day. I will run with that shit to the bank, okay, because we are going in the right direction, and I do feel it. I do feel, um, I had a pair of these biker shorts on. I actually got them when we went to Disney World in October. And they're like the the form-fitting, I mean, aren't all biker shorts, but I guess not. I do have some that are not like the compression where like they really pull you in. And I actually didn't wear them. When we were there, I wore them one day and I was so uncomfortable because I felt like, I'm sure you guys can relate to this, some of the compression pants that are like that, they're so compressioning, whatever the word would be, <laughs> that it's like they make the rolls bigger and they just make you uncomfortable. I don't know. It's kind of like some of the Spanx that just, 
they like push out the roll. I don't even know how to articulate that, guys, but you probably feel me. You know what I'm talking about. And they were just uncomfortable. And I was wearing those the other day, and I was like, oh, not that they're loose, but there's a lot more give. Like they're a lot, I, they are looser. I don't know why they are looser. So I did notice that, and I notice it like here and there with like little things. It's not drastic because it's not a huge number. Um, but I've been, you know, going down the had hobby, and I will never go back to those numbers ever. There is no reason for me to do that. And I want you to be empowered with that message because when you realize the weight doesn't find you, you don't wake up one day and realize, you don't wake up one day and you've gained 50 pounds. That took time. It feels like it was instant, but it wasn't. You chose to ignore it. You chose to be in denial. You knew you were overeating your clothes start getting a little bit tighter and you're like, eh, whatever. I'm, I don't, I'm bloated. It's time of the month or, you know, I'll get back on track. And you just keep ignoring, ignoring, denying, denying. Next thing you know, you don't want to wear your jeans or your jean shorts or anything that doesn't have any stretch. And you convince yourself, well, that's just not comfortable. I don't like wearing those. I'd rather wear a skirt, the stretchy skirts. I'd rather wear biker shorts or leggings or whatever has stretch to it, okay? And then when you start wearing those things, you lose a self-awareness, a body awareness of how much weight you're actually gaining. When you wear jeans every day or, you know, whether they're shorts or pants or just pants that have a button and don't have stretch, you are very body aware of, of what's feeling tight or not. And and so you start to just do these behaviors and these actions that are complete denial of what's really happening. And all of a sudden, so it seems, you wake up one day and you're like, oh my God, I gained 50 pounds and I don't know how I got here. You know exactly how you got there. You are choosing to be in denial about how you got there. That's the difference. And one of the big things on this journey, there's a lot of things, but one of the big things is learning how to tell yourself the truth. And if you can't learn how to tell yourself the truth, you're going to stay in denial. Having these like fierce conversations with yourself, by yourself, about the reality of what's going on. And when you can just accept it, like, okay, I gained 50 pounds. I did this to myself. Maybe you were going through a hard time and that was the best you could do. You're still here. You're still, you're still breathing. You're still with us. That means you have the opportunity to make changes. But when you realize that no matter what happened, because then you'll tell you, well, this happened and that happened. Okay, fine. Yeah, those things happen. I've had some really hard shit happen too that stalled my weight loss. I didn't gain weight though this time. Because I've learned how to manage this shit. And maybe you had hard things going on too. And you didn't know any better. And that is okay. Because now if you're listening to this. You're being made aware that there's a better way. And so now it's your choice. Whether you stay doing what you've always done. Or you dig into the podcast. You reach out to me. You start working with me. Whatever it is you want to do. You realize there's a better way. And that's now your choice. 
and that no matter what happens in your life that feels out of control, things happen to us that are not in our control. Pandemics, children getting ill, accidents, death, divorce, um, layoffs, you name it. There's things that happen in our life that we didn't choose, that we had no control over. But the one thing, one of the only things actually that you have control over is what goes in your mouth and how much. And when you realize that and you truly, truly realize that, it's like a light bulb will go off and it's this epiphany and this very, very empowering moment of like, oh shit, I can control this. I don't have to weigh 270 pounds. I don't ever have to weigh that number again. Ever, ever, like it's like, right? So you can do this. You know what to do. You just need some guidance. You just need some guidance. And it's not about the food. It's a very small part of the problem. It's about the emotions, the feelings, the thoughts and managing those things, okay? So anyway, I think I'm going to wrap this up. I don't like these to be too, too long because this is a series within the podcast, but I hope you guys like this. Let me know your feedback. You can message me or DM me on Instagram at Irresistible Icing. Um, You can also communicate and talk inside of the Irresistible You podcast group on Facebook. That is a free group to join. Join the group, answer the questions, and we will get you approved into the group and we can discuss and let us know, you know, how many decades do you have to lose? Where are you at? What do you need help with? Um, what's your biggest struggle? Just, you know, let, let us know what's going on. I will put up a discussion thread in there around this topic. So also, if you love the podcast, if you get so much out of it, there are a couple of ways that you can support the podcast. Number one, it's completely free. You can head over to iTunes and you can leave a rating and review that tells iTunes that this podcast is amazing. It lets other people see it because it pushes it out into the algorithm. And that is one of the number one ways you can help support Irresistible You. And I would love you so much if you could go ahead and do that. Another way that you can support the podcast, because this is not free to create, you guys, um, you can buy me a coffee online. And it's buymeacoffee.com slash Irresistible You. That link is also down in the show notes. And that is how you can also support the podcast as well. If you like the podcast, I promise you're going to love working with me and you're going to love the Irresistible You coaching program. It is 100% online through um, self-study and Zoom coaching calls. If you want to learn more about that program, go to irresistibleicing.com slash course. Any questions that you have, please hit me up. Let me know. I am you know, here to help you, here to work with you. I love you guys so much. I will catch you in the next episode. Until then, stay irresistible. Bye, guys.